Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Fresh Off the Set. I'm Alora Marie. And I'm Sarah Jenkins. And we are so excited to be with you today, as we always are. Yes, we are. This is going to be a great episode. And I was lucky enough to talk to um, Rosanna Hicken. She's um, an influencer on Instagram, a content creator. Um, and she really talks about balancing life, um, balancing treats, all that good stuff. And her and I dive deep into this time of year. It is the sugariest time of the year. How do we stick to our goals? And you know what? It can be hard, but it is the time of year to treat yourself. It is. I feel like um, Halloween on every single year, I kind of, and I feel like I'm in good company. I have that mindset where I'm like, okay, any healthier fitness goals kind of go out, I get pushed to the new year if I'm even going to make them, you know, because there's treats everywhere. <laughs> and she really talks about how you can stay healthy, still treat yourself. And honestly, when it comes to the holidays, there are certain treats that I just can't say no to. And I yeah. think that's fine. It's my mom has the best sugar cookies and then oh, bakes. Yum. So my um, grandpa is British. He came over from England and my great, great grandma made these delicious um, Christmas tarts that my mom makes every year. And I can't say no to that. And I don't feel bad about it because no, I get it nor should once you. a year. <laughs> I feel like there's that nostalgia that's tied in, you know, when mm-hmm. it's like a family tradition. And mine's similar. My mom makes, they're called Mrs. Olson's Best Cookies. No idea who Mrs. Olson is, but <laughs> props to you, them. Mrs. Olson. Exactly. Yes, props. Um, they're amazing. They're sugary and delicious and melty. And I don't feel bad saying yes to like 50 of them, but it's good to be <laughs> mindful of, you know, trying to be healthy and find that balance, right? I love it. And that's really what Rosanna talks about is staying healthy, um, eating, you know, eating your veggies, but really enjoying the things you can only get once a year. She has so many great tips. So let's say we take a listen. Let's. Today is such a fun day. I am here with Rosanna Hicken. She is an influencer. She's balancing motherhood, life, and treats. Her Instagram is absolutely a treasure trove of tips when it comes to health, when it comes to fitness. She is absolutely amazing. Rosanna, thank you for being with us today. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be on here. Well, and we've had you on the show before, and you've been on a couple times, and every time you leave, all of us are thinking, well, we could have talked to her forever. So let's get her on a podcast. <laughs> that's very nice. Thank you. I know we get a lot more time together today. So that's so fun. So let's get right to it. So Rosanna, how did you start your fitness and health journey? Because I know it started a couple years back. Talk to us about how all that began. Yeah. Um, so it started in 2016. Um, I had just had my third daughter. So she's kind of my surprise baby. Um, when I got pregnant with her, I was at the highest weight that I had ever been. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband was in the middle of MBA school. I had a two-year-old and a nine-month-old, and then I got pregnant with my third as a surprise. Oh, and wow. So like, just oh. a few things going on there. Yeah, just a few things going on. I like really don't remember that much of that time of life because it was so wild and crazy. And mm-hmm. anyway, so um, I had Evelyn, that's my third daughter, in... March of 2016. And for, for about the six, first six months of her life, I just was just kind of trying to survive. And then in mm-hmm. October of 2016, I was like, something has to change. Like I had no energy. I couldn't fit in any, any clothes. Like I couldn't shop at any regular stores. I was depressed. I was, it was just such a dark, dark time. And so, mm-hmm. um, 
And I was like, okay, it's time to make a change. And so I decided to sign up for Weight Watchers back then. And I was like, um, this is probably not going to work because I had, I was so used to just trying something and then quitting or like it not working. So then quitting right. again. And I was like, I'll give it a month though. But in the first month I had lost like nine pounds. Oh, I was like, wow. oh, okay, here we go. So over the course of like nine to 10 months, I ended up losing about 60 pounds on Weight Watchers, which was awesome. Okay. I hit my goal. Um, and it was, it was great for me. And I got so much energy back and, Anyway, my page kind of started because Weight Watchers has their kind of own form of social media on their app. It's mm-hmm. called Connect. And so many people on Connect wanted, I got a pretty big following on there. I'm just posting about my journey. But then they wanted to like know personal things or be able to DM me. And I didn't want them to have my personal Instagram page. So right. I started <laughs> I started my page on Instagram and it kind of just went from there. So that's how it began. And I was able to successfully maintain my weight loss until I got pregnant with Luca, my number four. And then I've kind of been back on that journey. And it's been so much harder um, this, this last time. And I'm not doing Weight Watchers anymore. But it's been really interesting to just kind of figure out what has been working for me this time. And my fitness goals have changed. It's been it's been great. It's yeah. been great. It's been a lot of hard work. But it's been great. And I think that it, what you're saying is, you know, fitness is it's kind of I mean, for me, it's an ebb and flow when it comes oh, to yeah. that journey. Um, sometimes in your life, you're you're eating the foods that um, your body needs, and sometimes it, it's just hard. And it's just one of those things, too, that I applaud you for on your page. It's a really vulnerable journey to share with people. Um, it, it really it really is. And I feel like these days, too, it's, it's finding this balance between – having self-love and loving yourself, but also knowing that it's okay to keep working on it. I feel like like diet culture is always being slammed in the media. And I understand like I, there's so much that's wrong with aspects of diet culture and like doctors that still use the BMI to decide whether you're obese or not like those things. But I also do feel like there it's okay to be working on yourself, bettering yourself, giving your children the best example that you can at home and exercise and food while also realizing that there are some like toxic elements of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's very, and I mean, from what I'm gathering, what you're saying, it's okay to be like, I love myself how I am. I am proud of who I am. There are things in my life that I could probably work on a little bit. Absolutely. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to be your, the best version of yourself. Nothing wrong with it at all. And I think that that's absolutely true. Some people say, you know, when you're complacent, you're not really moving forward. Um, And I think that that is the key that we've mentioned. Like, who I am is great. Like, this person standing in front of me, I love them. um, But let's make them have the best life they absolutely can. So let's talk more about your Instagram page. Um, Yeah. What kind of content? I mean, I know I'm a follower of your Instagram page. Um, For those of you out there, um, Rosanna and I went to college together. So (laughs) I have been, I have been following her for a very long time. Um, For those who don't know, what kind of content do you share on your page? Oh my gosh. I feel like it's, a whole like smorgasbord like I sometimes I'm like wait what is this what is this page about right now because it was <laughs> it used to be so much Weight Watchers content and then when I moved away from the program I was kind of like in this limbo like okay what is it but I feel like it's just a really good mix like my handle is Rosie in real life for a reason like there is it's a bunch it's right now me trying to figure out how I'm going to get these Taylor Swift tickets while at the same time sharing what workout I did on Peloton that day same time 
trying a new crock pot recipe every week that my family loves and just so much of all of these things. So you're really getting a bit of everything, some pop culture, some food stuff, some workout stuff. And yeah, that's what it, that's what it is right now, which, which is, it's been fun. I think is one of the reasons your page is so fun because it is so relatable and it's like, oh my gosh, she's a busy mom. This is a recipe she's trying. She's going to tell me how it works. She's going through yeah. the same things that I am. Um, so let, and you always have the best advice. So one of the things we really wanted to talk about on the podcast is the holidays are here. Yes. We're just saying yes. the holidays are here. The holidays are filled with delicious treats. I mean, I most of my holiday memories evolve around some sort of recipe or food or something like that. How do you recommend we stay, you know, relatively healthy during possibly we call it the happiest time of year, but the sugariest <laughs> time of the year? I know, I know it's wild. I was just in Costco and I was like, oh my gosh, the peppermint pretzels are out. I love those. But I thought to myself, so my biggest thing with, with the holidays is because there's so much the next two months mm -hmm. and it can be very easy to be like, well, YOLO, it's holidays. Like, let's just celebrate for two months. My biggest thing is just trying to remember, like, is it worth it? So for me, like, um, last year, I think I got invited to like four different cookie exchange parties. Oh, wow. You're very is, popular. I uh, know. I know. No, but it was like, and it's so fun. Cause like cookie cookies are my love language, but I was like, oh my gosh, this is, this is a lot to be given. Like this is a lot in, in front of my face all the time. Mm -hmm. So I was actually driving with my friend Courtney, um, back from, uh, a cookie exchange and we both just kind of looked at our plate and we were like, okay, what's worth it on this plate? Mm -hmm. Like this, I know my one good friend is awesome at making these brown butter or whatever. And I know that this one's going to be good, but are, do I really need the rest? Like, do I really need all of that? So I think it's finding what's worth it. So like on Thanksgiving, enjoy Thanksgiving, enjoy, especially on the day of, I'm very much enjoy the day, enjoy Thanksgiving, enjoy Christmas. That It happens one time a year, but the rest of the time around, just think, is it worth it? Like, can I get this chocolate chip cookie any day of the year? Yeah, I can. But is this the only time that I'm going to get my one friend's peppermint brownie? Sure. So you know what I mean? Like, it's mm -hmm. just more like putting things into priority. Like, is it worth it? And I do it all the time on every event that I go to. Like, what can I just have whenever and what's actually special to me? And that helps. But then also just to remember to enjoy the day of, because the day of is the most important part. But do I need to enjoy all three days before Thanksgiving and three days after Thanksgiving? Not really. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Even I mean, though it's, it's That fine. is a good way to think about it, because I get in this mindset Christmas time, the entire month of December, I'm here thinking, I'm like, well, it's Christmas. And there are some things, like you said, that I can only get that time right. of year. Um, and enjoy those. Enjoy those. That's what they're for. Okay. I love it. And so but you're basically think, saying it's okay to indulge a little bit. That is okay. Yes. It's normal. Our, so much of our culture is surrounded by food and food is so ingrained in it that like you don't want to be miserable at, and like, this is how I, and my friends and I have these conversations about how hardcore we were with Weight Watchers when we did it. We kind of all did it at the same time. And I do realize that some of my habits back then were a little unhealthy, a little bit. My, my mind was so focused on the scale that I didn't really live life. Like mm -hmm. I didn't say yes to things because I was so worried about like what food would be there or, or am I going to go over my points when it's like, 
okay, there, you have to have that balance because it's going to be your whole life. You can't not live life just because you're worried about like what food is going to be there. So there's a way that you can set up your day also too to make it successful. If you can get a workout in, and I'm not, I'm not saying you have to work out to earn your food. Never, never, never. I am just saying if it will make you feel better or if it, it, I think exercise should be a part of your normal life anyway, four times a week. It doesn't have to be seven. Try for four. Even if you can't get to the gym, take a walk. Or if you have a treadmill, do like a half hour. Or if you have a Peloton, just get on the bike. 30 minutes is completely better than nothing. But if you can fill, if you know you have a party that night, have a great protein filled lunch, Mm -hmm. have a great protein breakfast, keep your snacks in check and enjoy the night. Like you don't have to, I always say, don't make a slip turn into a slide. So if you know tonight is going to be a party, make the rest of the day fit around the goals that you have for yourself and then enjoy your party. Enjoy it. I think that's great. Have a nice, yeah, chicken salad for lunch. Fill the whole day with protein. Enjoy the night. And like you said, I loved you said, you have a life to live. We are out there living life, and really good food is a part of that. But just like you said, that balance of, you know, making a healthy lunch because you know you're going to a party and you don't want to not go because th- then you're getting in kind of some dangerous territory there. Let's yeah. talk about you are a mama of, what is it, four or five kids? Four kids, three girls, and then a boy. There you go. Okay. So what advice do you have for keeping kids healthy during the holidays? Because I know growing up, I felt like, I mean, this is obviously a gross exaggeration, but every, I swear, five seconds at school, someone had a candy cane. Someone had this. Someone had that. Like, it was just how it was. You'd go over to your friend's house, and what what would we do? Oh, let's eat the Christmas candy. That's just, (laughs) I felt like... Growing up, I felt like it was everywhere, mostly at school. And I know things have changed, but what advice do you have for keeping your kids healthy during the holidays? So I feel like, okay, so this is also kind of where I feel like it can get a little tricky because I feel like there, as our whole generation has a lot of like, I wouldn't say trauma, but also like things that our mothers or our grandmothers, I'm not talking about my mom, but I'm talking about this generation of food or things that were said about food when we were younger that we don't want to repeat those habits to our kids. You know what I mean? It was very much like you have to eat your whole plate or those things like that where you're like, okay, wait, this is not exactly how I want to teach my kids. And it's nothing wrong with our mothers and our grandmothers generations. It was just kind of how they were taught. And so it's like, okay, how do we kind of break that with my kids? So trying to teach them these healthy habits during the holidays without making them fear food or have a complex over food or have any kind of like anxiety over food is so important. So I do think there is a little bit of like, just, um, you kind of, they kind of have to learn themselves. So even with Halloween, like I, my kids, like I, I, I was like, enjoy Halloween night. We didn't let them go crazy, but also we let them have some candy after they trick or treat. But they had had parties that whole day at school where they had had stuff. And exactly. my daughters were like, oh, I don't I don't really feel good. And I was like, OK, that's kind of good for you to learn on your own. Like I didn't say, oh, you're going to feel sick. It was kind of like you kind of have to let them have a little bit of exploration in the beginning because they're not dumb. They will realize that this is not a fun feeling mm-hmm. and they're so little and they can get full so fast. So there was a little bit of like just letting my kids kind of explore that for a second. They felt it and they're like, oh, 
I don't love how I feel when I eat all of this. And then also just, it's like trying to find the balance between like not restricting, but also being like, okay, well, we're just, we don't need to have dessert every night or Mm -hmm. we don't need to have this entire plate of cookies. Like grab one, grab two, let's go watch a movie. Like there, you can find this balance between um, giving them some guidelines on how many or you grabbing two and then watching your lady like, oh, my mom has two, so I should just have two instead of six. But without explicitly saying so they don't feel like you're watching their every move with food. It's hard. It's hard, especially with girls. I feel anxious about it all the time. I'm like, oh, three girls. Like, how do I make sure you don't have any complexes when you get older about food so that you have this healthy mindset and great, you know, like body image? Yeah, exactly. Well, and like, and like you said, it, 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 it seems, I mean, I'm not a mom myself, but it, I imagine it being very difficult because you don't want your kids to have those complexes. You want them to be healthy. You want them to be happy. You want them to live their life. So that balance between helping them out and then figuring it out on their own, I imagine is it's kind of like a, a tightrope almost. It is. It is. And also I think kind of like going back to what I said about how I would want to eat the day before a party, trying to make sure my kids eat that way. Like I know they're not going to feel great if we like had McDonald's for dinner and then we're going to a Christmas party. So it's like, okay, the same way I would want to eat, like, let's have a little bit of protein. Let's have some potatoes. Let's have some vegetables. Then you have a well-balanced meal where you're feeling a little full before you go to the party. So you're not going to feel like I need to gorge on sugar because you've had balanced meals the whole day leading up. You can do the same thing with your kids that you're doing mm-hmm. with yourself. Yeah. I think that's great. Cause your, your kids learn so much, so much from you. Mm-hmm. They're watching. They're like you said. They're not dumb. They see you and they mimic you. You talked yeah. a little bit ago about fitness goals. So the yeah. holidays were not. I mean, we'll just say it how it is. The holidays are incredibly busy. <laughs> it is yeah. what it is. So busy. Yeah. How do you stay on top of your fitness goals or get that exercise in there? That like, quite frankly, your body and a lot of people's minds. I know for me, exercise helps yeah. a lot with me mentally. Um, yes. and you know, physically it's, it's just a bonus. Um, it keeps me healthy. What do you do to stay on top of it when everything gets so busy? I just have to find a time for it in my day and make it a priority. So for me, it's like, Oh, I just am not gonna be able to get to it. It's like, no, no, you really could during this one hour. You're just like kind of feeling a little lazy, but if you wanted to, you could go downstairs, do a 20 minute lift session and hop on the bike for 20 minutes. It doesn't have to be an hour. And I think a lot of people feel like, oh, if I can't work out for an hour, then there's no point. Mm -hmm. There absolutely is still a point. So any little time that you can find to get it in, or if you know that you do better in group fitness, plan some um, high classes with your friends or go to orange theory or go to burn, like find something you can do with your friends that'll motivate you during the holidays. If you know that that's what you need to keep yourself in check, just figure out what works for you. But just remember, it doesn't always have to be an hour. Even if you can just get a half hour in what it's going to do for your mind, your heart, your stamina, it's also good. I think you said two of those key points right there are, it does not have to be an hour because I know I'm, you know, going to be really vulnerable there for a second. I'm one of those people that I'm like, oh, if it's not this, then I'm just not going to do it. And then two, finding out what works for you, because really fitness is like food. You're not going to like all of it. Um, You just have to find like, maybe I know for me, I I'm not a big class person because my exercise is my alone time. So a lot of the time I need to be, I will like find a class that I can do on YouTube, um, that I can do at home or um, find like a quieter gym or go for a run outside because 
I felt there were lots of times where I've, I've seen lots of people do other fitness classes and I've tried that. And I'm like, well, this just doesn't work for me. And it took a lot for me to realize that doesn't work for me. It's okay to figure out what does. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I think like you said in the beginning, like it all ebbs and flows. What works for you at one point might shift. Like I, the last couple of years, I was an early morning gym person Mm -hmm. for years. Like I was at the gym by six, done by seven. And that worked for me at that time. But right now, like for me, prioritizing sleep so that like, my thyroid is in check and all mm-hmm. of these other things is so important that I just have to find time in my day, whether it's bringing Luca to kid care at the gym and doing it there or going for a walk with friends when it's nice outside during the day. And that's okay. Like it can shift. And it's same with classes. Like if you need to be alone, you do not need to like, don't feel pressure to go to any group classes that you might see on social media. You do exactly what works for you because you are number one. So if you ever feel like, oh, I'm feeling pressured, like I have to be at this class. No, no, you don't. <laughs> yep. You get to do whatever works for you because you are number one for you. And so for me, it was kind of like, oh, no, I actually get to sleep. I get to choose for me to sleep right now. And then I will find when works in my day for me. And it's been great. Doing workouts at 10 o'clock at this time of my life in the morning is so much better and beneficial for me than six because I'm a nicer mom. because <laughs> My body is rested. And, and it's okay that it ebbs and flows. Like you're like, Hey, I might be tired of doing this one format. That's okay. Figure out what's next. Like when I got my Peloton, everything changed for me. But if that's not your vibe, go figure out what works for you. You got to make it it enjoyable though. Otherwise you're never going to want to do it. I absolutely agree. Okay. Rosie, my final question before we get to our, our fresh vibe, what would you say to someone who is like, you know, Um, I want to feel a little healthier. I want to start a similar journey to Rosie's. It'll be different, obviously, because it's theirs. Um, But they want to begin that health and fitness journey, but they're just not sure how to get started. What would you say to them? Oh, I would say, first of all, remember that it's your journey. It's nobody else's. So I feel like if comparison is really hard for people, only follow people on Instagram that you relate to or Mm -hmm. any kind of social media, TikTok, Facebook, whatever. Because I feel like that can be a huge trap for people like, oh, well, I've been working out for six months and I don't look like this girl. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, she's been doing that for six years. Yeah. You have to find people that relate to your journey and remember that yours is your own specific. It is not linear. There's going to be ups and downs. So don't get fall into the comparison trap. And then just start with little things. Like start with something small, a habit that you can change. Like I shared this on my page one time. When I started, first started Weight Watchers, before I started, Every time I would go into a gas station, I would buy a candy bar uh-huh. every time. Uh-huh. Was that necessary? No, no, it was not. So for me, it was like, okay, that is my first habit that I'm breaking. Yeah. I don't need to buy the candy bar every single time I go into a gas station because it's just not necessary. So whatever it is, start small. Start by, if you're not getting any water in, start making it 60 to 80 ounces. If you're really having a hard time with protein, see if there's a protein bar or a protein powder that you love try to incorporate that into one aspect of your day. If you are like, I'm terrible at working out, just try walking on the treadmill. You don't even Mm -hmm. have to start. No one's asking you to go to a hit class right away. Mm -hmm. Start walking on the treadmill for 30, 45 minutes, get in the elliptical, start small. You'll work your way up. You don't need to go balls to the wall right away. (laughs) It starts small so that you don't feel so overwhelmed that you want to give up. Cause you can do it. Yeah, you can do it. It just, can be a lot at first. And I think one of the most important things you said, and it's like a perfect way to wrap this up, is the avoid comparison. Because we have said this earlier in the podcast, your journey is yours. You are your own individual person. And I mean, like we've said, you are 
wonderful and beautiful as you are. It's just making those little changes to make you feel a little bit better about um, yourself, maybe feel a little bit healthier, give you just a slight more energy. Like that comparison game can get you and there's no need because who you are is enough. Yeah. And there's so many aspects that you can't control genetics, mm-hmm. all these other things that it's like, even if you, I saw this thing that was like, you guys can eat the same thing and do the same workouts and your bodies will still be different. Absolutely. Everybody is different. Absolutely. And I think Rosie, you have given us so many good tips today. It was so much fun talking to you. We're going to wrap this up with our fresh five where I ask you five random questions that I'm like, I'm not going to review it with you. It's just going to be on the fly. (laughs) See what you say. What is your absolute? So this is number one. What is your absolute favorite holiday tradition? My favorite holiday tradition. Mm, The, the night before Christmas, we get in Christmas jammies. Mm-hmm. And it used to be my dad, but now it's my husband reads the night before Christmas with my kids. And then we set out our milk and cookies. And then we do like, um, it's called like uh, reindeer food. Uh-huh. And you throw oats on the snow and there's glitter mixed in so that the reindeer can find your house. But like nothing is better for me than the night before Christmas when everything is like cozy and warm and all of the spirit of Christmas is right there. That's my favorite. Oh my word. That sounds like a Christmas movie. That we would. (laughs) I love it. It's giving me all the feels. Okay, number two. What? Okay, and I chose this one specifically because I do follow you on Instagram, and I know you're a huge (laughs) reader. If you had Ah. to pick one, Rosie, one book, what would be your favorite book? Do you need two? Do I need to give you two? Can we? Can we? Yeah. Okay. Can we do a series? Yes. Yeah. Go series. Okay. Right now. It would be the A Court of Thorns and Roses series. It is like um, a more adult. It's definitely adult. It's not for children. Anybody who's listening, please do not buy these for your children. (laughs) But it is, it's like you graduated from your like Twilight Harry Potter world. And Uh now this is for like the adults, that world, plus romance and mystery. And I would say it's that. But if we need a, a bomb thriller... Yeah, a really good thriller. The second one would be In My Dreams, I Hold a Knife. Okay. That would be my next. Yep, All right. It was I, good. I knew, it in a day. I knew that was going to be hard for you. I was like, but I got to <laughs> ask her. I got to ask her because I got to know. Yeah. She's constantly reading. Okay. This is my third question for you. So you're at karaoke. Someone tells you oh, to God. sing a song. What no. song are you singing? Oh, okay. First of all, I don't know if you can ever get me to do it because I, I, my whole body is shivering thinking about karaoke. <laughs> um, but if I had to do it, it would probably be like an old school Backstreet Boys song. Yes, girl. Yes. There we are. Us 90s like, kids. We yes. we get it. <laughs> that is what it would probably be. It would have to be like probably like uh, 2000s Backstreet Boys, like I Want It That Way or something like that. Yes. Okay. Well, we have to make this happen somehow. <laughs> <laughs> okay my fourth question what motivates you my kids Love my it. kids um being there for them um into my old age and mm. doing what I can physically to make sure my body will let me be there until I'm a grandma that yeah I think that's beautiful all right number five what makes you laugh the hardest um what makes me laugh the hardest Probably Doug, my husband. <laughs> my husband, Doug. He makes me laugh every day. I would say he probably makes me laugh the hardest. Perfect. Yeah. Love it. Rosie, you did it. You answered the fresh five and you did it brilliantly. Thank you. Thank you. Love it. Well, Rosie. 
I mean, I called you Rosie. Your dad is probably listening and he is probably oh. like, why are you calling my daughter Rosie? We're friends. <laughs> Rosanna. Fine. I'll use your full name. Rosanna Higgins. Thank you so much for being with us today. And thank you to everyone who listened. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. And we will catch you next time. Congrats, you made it to the end. If you want to continue to freshen up your day, you can watch us on Fresh Living every weekday on CBS Channel 2 in Utah at 1 o'clock. You can also watch us on our YouTube channel, KUTV Fresh Living, and follow us on social media. We will see you next week.